Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I had a guest on in the past, and I liked him so much I had to bring him right on back. So today's special return guest is Victor Orozco, and he's a partner over at Bear Financial Planning. Uh, Victor, welcome back to the show. Hey, good, good to be back. I appreciate you having me return. So uh, excited to get into uh, today's topic. So we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, sustainable investing. But before we do that, I don't want to assume that all of our new listeners caught the first episode. So that being said, um, let's just start off with what you're doing over at Bear Financial Planning. Tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, so our company uh, is focused on really being you know, personal CFO to our clients and their families and really kind of looking at them holistically and uh, – seeing how best we can position them uh, for, for future success. So we really want to really take that burden of financial matters off their plate so they can have more time to focus on their passions, their friends, their families, what they really want to do, and really help, you know, tie in the, the numbers that is a financial plan to the emotions of what's their overall goal and really help work and give them a plan uh, towards achieving that path. So, um I, I just to give a little bit of a feel um, for client type. Um, there's a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of executives listening. What's typically the right type of niche um, for clientele for Bear Financial Planning, if, if there is a specific niche? Yeah, so some of the some of the people and communities that tend to kind of gravitate towards us, or we kind of do our best work with, are really uh, people in the LGBTQ community. Um, you know, a majority of our clients are of that community or are an ally to that community. Um, my partner, Marcy Bear, and I, um, Marcy being of that community, myself being an ally to that community, we really love um, being there and uh, uh, focusing on their needs and their, and their, their goals. Um, Progressive-minded business owners uh, as well, and anyone really looking to align their money and their investments with their values, looking at, you know, sustainable investing and, and being somewhat uh, socially responsible. No, I love it. Um, um, and I think that's also a great transition. So let's get into uh, uh, sustainable investing. I mean, where do you want to start with that one? Yes, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a animal with a lot of different personalities, and it's definitely become a big, big trend in 2020. You're hearing some of the biggest investment firms out there really kind of making it a top topic and in front of mind. And it's something we've been doing for many, many years at Bear Financial Planning, and really, it's really just looking at where does the client want to align their money in regard to their values. And it could be mm-hmm. someone that's focused on, you know, I don't want to have fossil fuel uh, exposures to my portfolios, or, you know, I don't want to have alcohol in my portfolios, or just any different types of things. I want companies to be aligned with, you know, having worksite benefits, you know, in regard to paid family leave or LGBTQ community uh, benefits represented well in the workplace. So there's a lot of different ways and a lot of different types of values that um, as an investor you could look at or have your portfolio be invested in. And that's really kind of our role there is really aligning the, the values because they're different for everybody, right? You can line up 100 different people and their values are completely different. So it's hard to have a, a broad arch stroke uh, of mm-hmm. a portfolio to, to meet that, but it's really um, kind of figuring out where you're at on that spectrum 
and uh, how can we um, get you to achieve those goals and those desires with your portfolio? Man, that's awesome. Um, what are some trends in sustainable investing that you're noticing from your vantage point? Because you guys, have, I mean, you've specialized in this for a long time. So any kind of trends that you're noticing just on the investment landscape? Yes, I would think because with, with uh, a lot of traction it's getting um, in regard to you know, climate change, a transitioning economy, um, you know, fossil fuel divestment has been kind of a big, big topic when it comes to so, uh, socially responsible investing and sustainable investing, um, that's, kind of, that's a big one. Uh, you know, water technology, clean water, how do we get that infrastructure running? So a lot of different kind of uh, specific themes that were popping up, and those kind of tend to be some of the popular ones there. Now, when you're looking at investments, you know, using what's, what's called ESG, which, are, which is also known as environmental, social, and governance factors, you're really kind of looking at all these companies in a certain peer group and comparing them and saying, okay, of environmental, social, and governance factors, of all these companies in their particular sector, who is a better, you know, citizen in those areas compared to their peer group? And, you know, some people, that's good enough just to kind of have the better ones in their certain industries. Some other investors want to have no representation in certain industries. So um, that's kind of where you know, the fossil fuel free, the, the water technology, some of those are the ones that come up. Some people just say, you know what, just if I can have a little bit better, better citizens compared to the peers, that's okay by me. So it's really important to have that conversation and define what sustainable investing means to the end user. That's awesome. Um, and so, I, I, you know, this evolution of sustainable investing, so once upon a time, mm -hmm. it wasn't like, as, before it was a buzzword and all these other things, because mm -hmm. you've been in the industry for a while, um, there was always mm -hmm. this, like, misconception that there's this trade-off on, uh, on sustainable right. investing and investment return, and you can't have one without the other. And, I mean, can you, can, I mean, can you just address that a little bit, so that, that misconception? Right. So there, there are definitely a lot of studies and meta-studies out there that show that, it is very competitive, and you're really not leaving um, anything on the table in regard to returns. Um, obviously, there's always a disclaimer, right? Past returns, there's no future performance, right? But, yeah, there's a lot of studies that are showing that it is a, a neutral uh, type of impact, if not a little bit be better when it comes to the risk mitigation side. So uh, there's a big misconception there. And back in the day, when it was socially responsible investing, or SRI, you are excluding a lot of big parts of the portfolio, right? So tobacco and oil and, quote, unquote, back in the day, those companies did really, really well. Fast forward now, I mean, back then, I think energy and the oil companies were almost, you know, 20 to 30% of the S&P 500. Mm -hmm. Today, you know, where we're at today in this marketplace, I think we're like around 5% or less in the S&P 500, right? So the trade-off there is by function of just performance, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Good companies doing the right thing for the right reasons should float to the top compared to its peer group. And another part of just, you know, some companies not growing as well as its peers and that trade-off isn't happening as much. So definitely, definitely, um, if that's a concern, the trade-off, it's something definitely to revisit. 
Yeah, the the markets. Yeah, I, I love the way you word that. It's something to revisit, and the reason is because the markets have matured. And and in in theory, I mean, every, everything takes a little while to catch up, right? So nothing happens overnight. But if more people are right. voting with their dollars and their investments and other things, and not only with their investments, but on the purchasing side of things, if more people are are are, are changing their spending patterns to become more aligned with things that are sustainable or eco-friendly or, you know, insert the, the proper word there, um, over time those companies should outpace, you know, other companies that aren't necessarily doing that and, and take it another step further. And the bigger companies that, you know, these large established um, uh, enterprises um, are all making changes to become more socially responsible because they want to meet in line with that and also just to meet consumer demand. It's not saying everybody's turning into these, uh, you know, friendly, uh, it's not saying everybody's doing it on purpose, but, you know, the, the voting of the marketplace and where people are buying um, and what they're doing, I mean, it's just changing everything. So to me, this, this the sustainable investing, um, I don't even know if we could say trend anymore. It's just part of what we do now. Um, it just becomes really interesting, and I think it's only going to grow. Yeah, no, absolutely. You really hit the nail on the head in regard to uh, voting with your dollars in. Obviously, yes, a lot of big players that are the quote-unquote old guard are jumping into the space. And mm-hmm. is there a trend of green, a greenwashing occurring? Absolutely. Are, you know, some companies thinking of it as a money grab or we need to have one of those two. Absolutely. And just the fact of them doing that shows you that there's, there's true growth there. But in regard to the intentionality, right, and, and being authentic when it comes to uh, voting, right, some of these other investment firms are doing shareholder advocacy work where, you're giving them your money to them, either it be in a mutual fund or an ETF solution, and they're in turn trying to make change from the inside out with some of these companies and saying, hey, mm-hmm. have you considered your water usage programs? You, you know, water is one of the biggest inputs in creating your widget. Maybe you should have some ideas around that or worksite benefits mm-hmm. should be equal for all. And so you really can help differentiate from the pack and, you know, greenwashing and who's really being authentic uh, in regard to voting with your dollars. Not only we're doing it as a consumer, but companies are doing it with the shareholder vote. Yeah, and when it comes to things like water usage or this, I'm like, yeah, I hope, I hope everybody's like, I need to do that too. I don't, I don't, and personally, I don't care if it's their intention or not. I just want them to do it because it's better for all of us <laughs> and better right. for them I mean, too. I'll, Whether they want to do it or not, it's better for them too, so I love it. Right, I mean, when we grew up, our parents said, you know, don't the water run when you're brushing your teeth, it's not like you leave the room. You know, that's because the energy and the, the utility bill is lower, right? So mm-hmm. if the utility bill is lower for the family, obviously that keeps the family happy. You can have some cash flow. But mm-hmm. now amplify that to a big corporation, turn off mm-hmm. the lights and save the water, that, that's just you know, net positive for shareholder returns. Man, that's awesome. So, uh, Victor, that being said, um, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Bear Financial Planning, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, so uh, bearfinancialplanning.com is our website. It's probably one of the best places to go to learn more about us and the team. Bear is spelled B-A-I-R, financialplanning.com. We have a contact us tab that has our social media handles. So we're big, you know, uh, presence on Twitter. Uh, myself, you can just, you know, search my name, Victor Orozco, or Bear Financial Planning. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. We have a YouTube channel. Um, just go ahead and search us. You'll find us. We love to connect and share ideas. And uh, rather, you know, be fellow advisors or investing community, we love talking to all. 
Man, that's exciting. Um, and Victor, so first off, thank you for coming back for this Reunion 2020 episode. been awesome catching up with you. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. Uh, and if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there. But also leave us some comments in the in the video section. Love to know um, what kind of things you're working on and what's going on in your world. Let's let's uh, keep the conversation going in the YouTube community. And Victor, thanks again for coming on the show.